If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. First, isn't it wild when you hear what is completely normal to eat in other countries? Pizza <laughs> Hut. See if you would eat this pizza. Okay. They just added snake pizza to the menu in China. Hmm. Apparently, there's this snake stew that's really popular this time. Really? It has cheese, mushrooms, dried ham, and a generous serving of snake meat that's cut up into strips. They say it tastes like chicken, but way drier. Second, I, wait, 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 would you would you try? It? No, really, uh-uh. you wouldn't I even did try. try I, I tried try Gator at RJ Gators in Jupiter, Florida, where I grew up. Yeah, yeah, and that was enough. I think I was trying to impress my boyfriend because <laughs> he took me there and he's like, I dare you. And I'm like, okay, I think you're so cute. I'll do it. <laughs> Second, Chick-fil-A unveiled their holiday menu, including new frosted peppermint chip coffee, mm. new peppermint iced coffee, peppermint chip shake is back, and so is their tortilla soup. And finally, in the world of food, did you hear uh, who stole a family's $45 Taco Bell order right off their front porch that Uber Eats had delivered in Orlando. Who? A hungry bear. And a he, he bear? was really smart. He didn't like try to rip open the bag and start eating right there. He just chomped on the top of the bag where it was folded and walked away with the whole thing. He's like, I'll find a safer place and some privacy to have my meal. Thank you very much. I watched the ring video. That is a that is a modern version of Yogi Bear. Remember, he would go around the park stealing mm-hmm. picnic baskets. Yeah. Now instead he goes, hey, boo-boo, there's some Uber Eats. Let's go get it. Coming up in just a minute, did you hear about this new way to supposedly test the health and longevity of your relationship? Have you heard about this new way to test the health and longevity of your relationship? It's called the bird test. You ever heard of it, Kev? Hmm, no. It's what, gone, what is uh, the bird test? It's gone viral on TikTok, but the driving theory behind the test is not new. It's backed by research from one of the leading family counseling groups in the country, the Gottman Institute. So here's the deal. You point out a bird to your significant other and then observe how they react. If they engage in what you said, for example, by saying where or just want to know more about why you're interested in the bird, there's a good chance you're in a strong, long lasting relationship. If the other person doesn't seem to care about the bird and makes no effort to engage with your interest in it, the relationship is supposedly less healthy. Basically, it's turning toward your other half rather than turning away. And, you know, we all have stressful moments or, you know, a spouse that's super talkative. So none of us are perfect. But in the study, couples that stayed married Mm. turned toward one another 86% of the time. With the bird question. And any other. That that gives me like like 100% verification. Trace and I are doing great because she wanted that cuckoo clock, which is a bird coming out every half hour going cuckoo. And I was like, absolutely. If that's going to make you happy, let's do it. So. There's my proof. 100%. I heard it, by the way. You were asking, can you hear it in your bedroom? Remember you asked when we yeah. asked the cuckoo clock? Last night when we went to bed, I was reading and totally could hear it. Wow. That's wild. <laughs> it was faint, but it was there, and which gives you about a half hour window to fall asleep. You know what I mean? Before it goes again. Yeah. If you're in a light sleep and you hear that cuckoo, 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 uh. you're going to wake up. Do you ever feel like you have people in your life, maybe it's you, that you go from frugal to just plain old cheap? (laughs) We're going to talk about that next. So I don't know about you, but there's times in your life where you definitely go from frugal 
to just downright cheap. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think my husband and mm-hmm. I, especially my husband, are guilty of that recently. Okay, here's the deal. I get an email from a grocery store right by our house. And this soup that my husband loves to have for lunch, it's organic and it's low salt. Um, It's great for him working from home. He knows exactly how much time to put it in the microwave and boom, lunch is served. Okay. And it went buy one, get one free. And this soup has never been on sale ever. (laughs) Never, Bogo, ever. And so I said, Glenn, we got to get some. So I went and I got like six cans and then I thought maybe he'd go and we just keep going. Well, I didn't know he was going to do this. It was the very last day of the buy one, get one free. And he goes into that aisle and he doesn't, he never grocery shops hardly ever. And he doesn't know about limits. Okay. So he just starts loading up the entire grocery cart of his, all his favorite soups. And this lady came by and she was super annoyed. She's like, that's a lot of soup. And she was like, yeah, I just really like it. I mean, is there a flavor that you need? I'll You can take it out of my cart. It's the last day of the sale, but feel free. To, and she's like, no, just please get me that can from the top of the shelf. And he's like, okay. So then Glenn, you know, his radar was up. So he goes by customer service with his giant cart of nothing in it but soup. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, is it okay if I get this? It's the last day of the sale. And they just went, sure. Hmm. So he goes to the cashier and he says, hey, I cleared this through customer service. I'm going to get this soup and I'll just tell you how many there is of each kind. And or and they're like, no, you got to lift them all up. So <laughs> this poor cashier and this guy bagging the groceries are bagging up and scanning 50 cans of soup. What? <laughs> and, and everyone's just looking at Glenn and he goes, I... I don't think it's the end of the world or anything. I just really like this right. soup. He's a survivalist. <laughs> so funny, you guys. Panic bought soup because the sale was expiring. It was buy one, get one. When Never goes on BOGO. Glenn went and bought 50 cans. I don't have it. to buy soup for months. He should have gone so in. The, you know what he should have done? He should have gone to customer service and said, look, I want to buy like 50 cans of this. Can I just get a case? You just go in the back and give me a case rather than me. Ooh, like, I wonder if they would do that. Because in my head, he he's, got a bunch of different flavors. In my though. head, he's just taking his arm on the shelf and push them all in the cart. But I was in a situation like that one time way, way back when, when I was first starting my radio career. The radio station I was working at had these coupons for free frozen pizza. They were, they were the, this new brand had come out and they were giving away coupons. Here, go get a free frozen pizza. Nice. Well, the day before the coupons were going to expire, they just put a stack of them out in the lobby and were like, hey, Take them if you want them. So I was like, Pfft. I took like 30. And they we go to a grocery store and they had a limit. So I would go and go like, how many pizzas can I get? Oh, you can get five. How many pizzas can I get? You can get 10. How many pizzas can I get? I went to like all you these filled different. filled your whole freezer? Yeah, I mean, I was broke. I had That's no awesome. money. No money. And I was like, this is free food. Strategic. So I like I, it. The, the funny part is got home and they wouldn't all fit in the freezer. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, you had to prioritize. Okay, I'll put these in the fridge. These are going to be made first. And they were nasty. <laughs> Because <laughs> they had deep thought. thought. Yeah, but it, you do what you got to do, right? Yeah. Did you hear about the song about dads that's gone viral? It's called You're Such a Good Dad. And a mom who's a musician and a comedian named Farida took a comedy class and they asked her, What's the most annoying aspect of motherhood? And she said, Well, it's when your husband does something small, like push a stroller in public and he gets endless praise about his fatherhood skills. <laughs> she said it's hard when her husband gets praised for just being in the same room 
as one of their kids. I did the cooking and the cleaning and the groceries and the laundry, fed the cat and the dog, and someone stole my coffee. Then I just about lost my mind because we both took the kids to the park. And someone said to you, you are such a good dad. She said her husband helps a ton with the kids and is a great guy. It's just more of how society views moms mm. versus dads. Yeah, I can remember like when our kids were little and people would refer to me just spending time with the kids being a parent. Oh, you're 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 babysitting. No, these are my children. I do this all that this isn't babysitting. This is us being a family. It was weird. Okay, I can't believe I'm going to admit this out loud on the radio, but Kev, I have a secret, something that's been happening with my uh, with my hair. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what's going on in just a minute. So I can't believe I'm going to admit this uh, live on the radio. But. Uh, but uh, tell you a secret about my hair. And uh, this is just very strange and radical for me. I have been the type of person that has to wash my hair every morning, every day of my life. It okay. just gets awful, looks terrible. And all of a sudden, my sister told my older sister, who's five years older, told me this would happen. I do not have to wash my hair every day anymore. Why? I can use this dry shampoo around the crown, like my forehead and my temples, and voila, restyle it, and I'm good to go. I still shower my body. But it saves me so much time and getting more sleep. It's been awesome. Now, the days that I have to wash it, I got to get up earlier. Okay. Like today, question. I washed it. Oh, you washed it today? Today, I washed it. I was going to say, question, um, what about if you exercise and your head sweats? You don't care about it all it's, building up well, on your scalp? And- I wouldn't ever be able to go back and do this in the summer because in the summer, I look like a drowned rat after I trail <laughs> run or mountain bike. And I also determine after mountain biking... You got helmet head. There's no way. Okay. But trail running, when I tie it back and it's cool out. You're ready to roll. I'm ready to go. Hmm. I'm good to go. And it's like, I don't even know who I am anymore. I'm like, (laughs) when I used to hear people say, oh, yeah, I didn't wash my hair today. I'd be like, what? You didn't wash your hair today? (laughs) You, You know who you should make the decider, the final and only vote in this? Is Glenn. <laughs> About my hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be like, hey, hey, honey, can you uh, give me a little sniff test here? Oh. Well, I just used the dry shampoo. I can hope you nobody does can it, does smell it, me. Does it smell okay? Oh, gosh. That would be terrible. Well, yesterday I was at lunch with two girlfriends, yeah. and they were like, your hair looks really good. And I was like, okay, since you told me that, I got to tell you, it's not clean. <laughs> you were like a commercial for the dry oh, shampoo. Oh, I totally sent them a photo of the, sh- the dry shampoo I, was I say got. That- only thing that made it not like a TV commercial for that or an Instagram post would be you pulling the can out of your purse. Oh. Oh, let me tell you my close. secret. <laughs> but here I will tell you this because I, I always forget. I don't do TikTok when I'm with you, Kev, but I will for all the women listening. The key for me is it's powder. It has uh-huh. to be a powder dry shampoo. If you use mm. the spray on, it weighs down your hair, makes it look oily. Got it. There you go. The secret's out. Yes. <laughs> You'd think with four kids and being a dad for a long time, I would know better than to come up with the perfect plan for a holiday. I came up with what I thought was the perfect plan for Thanksgiving to get everyone at our house all at the same time. All four kids, all significant others. It was flawless. It's coming unraveled. Uh-oh. <laughs> like every day there's something new. I'll tell you what's happening now. Next. So I thought I came up with a genius plan for Thanksgiving because your family's probably like ours. You got 100 people going in 100 different directions. And when the when your kids start having significant others, that means they're going to be either splitting time between your house and their significant other's house or 
they're going to pick one or the other. And in our experience, we always wind up with the short end of the stick. Mm. It's always like a, a drop by for us and then go have dinner there. So we thought, we'll move it. Well, why do we have to do Thursday? We'll move it to Saturday. Easy peasy. And at first, everyone was like, sweet. Totally bought in. Um, son can't make it on Saturday. Uh, two of the girls can make it the whole day. One is going to like drop in, drop out. On Saturday. Mm. So I thought I had this flawless plan. We're getting 75% of the kids. Um, But here's what I did not expect. And this has caused a bit of a problem. Kyle, I said, you guys, you guys should come since you can't come on Saturday. You you guys should come on, on Thursday. And we're not going to do like big Thanksgiving or anything, but you can come hang out with us and stuff. He's like, all right, I'll get back to you. Well, last night he called and he goes, Hey, good news. We're going to, we're coming up Wednesday night. We're going to stay till Friday. It was like, oh my gosh, your mom, she is going to cry. You need to hang up with me and call her right now. So he did, and I got home, and I was expecting Tracy to be euphoric. And I was like, hey, isn't this great news? Kyle's coming home. He's going to be home. I think I know what you're going to say. She's like, I have to now make two Thanksgiving feasts. I knew you were going to say that. I could have predicted. I would have bet money on it. And I said, babe, come on. on. We weren't going to have him on the holly. He's coming home. I'll do it. No, no. I got it. We'll get a we'll get a turkey breast already made and and I'll make all the sides. But now I'm in the kitchen all day, two days instead of one. And Aww. I was like, I thought you'd be happier. So do you she's think like, like she might be willing? Like in past years, every once in a while, you guys, when the girls were little, you'd do heat and eat. Like already mentioned that. It. Like buy it tomorrow. She's mm-hmm. like, it's never as good as what I make. So Aww. absolutely not. And she's right. She's totally right. Yeah. She's totally right. So she's such a good cook. <laughs> But it would give her a day off at least. Hopefully she'll start getting excited <laughs> that Kyle's coming and that'll outweigh the meal prep. So, uh, by the way, I think a lot of the uh, what Tracy is feeling stressed about isn't just that she's going to have to cook twice, but she has set the bar so high on what holiday meals look like at our house, knowing that she's got to do that not just Thanksgiving and Christmas, but Thanksgiving post-Thanksgiving, and then Christmas. It's a lot. <laughs> Knowing that, she, that the bar has been set that high and now she doesn't have to pull off twice, but three times, I think, yeah, she, she's feeling feeling some pressure. So I was like, I will help. I'll help. And I don't know if my help isn't either, is it isn't wanted or I'm just not that good at it. <laughs> I'm not sure, but my my help offer was not greeted with like oh yeah that'll be great we we got this hmm. that was not <laughs> the spirit that i felt coming in return hey this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day good news. do you think your smartwatch could save your life Josh lives in Las Vegas and has type 1 diabetes and usually when his blood sugar gets low his insulin pump alerts him by sounding an alarm but recently when his blood sugar was so low He passed out, was home alone, and hit his head on the floor. Oh. All alone. Who's going to find him? What's His Apple Watch automatically called 911. Mm. And he's going to be fine. Wow. Thanks to his Apple Watch. Who knew? Wow. And we're all grateful that you wear one because you're so accident prone. (laughs) I got mine free for being (laughs) here at the radio station a certain number of years. You chose the Apple Watch. I chose the stylish men's dress watch. Well, they're only... Four watch choices, three mm-hmm. were men's watches, and one was an Apple Watch. Uh, so, you took the Apple so rather watch. than wearing a men's watch, I chose the Apple Watch. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm just But great. who knew it could save my life? I think it's very cool our company does that. That's, yeah. It's very, very thoughtful. Cool. Very thoughtful to acknowledge people that have been here as longer than the furniture. <laughs> 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 That's us. 
Coming up in just a minute, how many holiday gatherings do you think you're going to have to attend this year? How many holiday gatherings will you attend this year? Hmm. Kevin and I have a mutual friend, and because of their family situation, she and her husband and three kids end up eating four Thanksgiving dinners. Oh, They say the, av- the average American... When you total up family Thanksgiving, Christmas, office parties, time with friends, New Year's Eve, we'll attend five holiday gatherings this season. Hmm. Now, any house rules at those homes you're going to go to? The top rules that people would expect others to follow in their home is to clean up after themselves, help clean up after the meal, and bring something to contribute to the gathering. And um, another another good rule, well, when you if you have to use the restroom... And you peek in their medicine cabinet, don't disturb anything or they'll know you did it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, 40%, uh, no, 46%, <laughs> so close to half, expect people to take off their shoes before entering. What? And another really? 41% expect guests not to go into closed rooms without their permission. Do you guys uh, expect people to take shoes off? We personally take our shoes off. Do you ask other people? But we like? do not ask other people to. Do you hope? It's up to them. Do you hope they would? Um, when we know people just arrived from a road trip and they've been in gas station restrooms, it's our hope that they might take their shoes off, but <laughs> no kidding. Glenn's family does not, they do not take their shoes off, but you would prefer that they did. Yeah, huh. I would. Wow. Yeah. By the way, the joke about looking in medicine cabinets, I, I have never done that, but I read a statistic probably holidays last year said that like over half of people do really they take a peek. Yeah. Wow. In people's medicine cabinet. I was, what? I was sh- what? shocked at that. I just don't even think that would be interesting to see their, I don't know, Destitin or what brand of toothpaste. Like, <laughs> well, who cares? Maybe it's just curiosity. Is people are, the curiosity overwhelms them. They're like, whoop, whoop. They take a little peek or something. I don't know anybody, though, that really has a medicine cabinet. Like, I was just going to say that. used to that. be a mirror, right? Did mm-hmm. your parents have that in, in their house? Like, it was a mirror hanging over the... Yeah, I think my mom still has one in one yeah, of her bathrooms. it was hanging right over the sink, and you'd open it up. It's where all the aspirin or whatever was, yeah. you know, in there, medications or whatever. But I don't think anybody has those anymore. Mm-mm. So people have to be way more invasive now, like look in your closets and stuff. Oh, my. <laughs> I think we should talk about this a little bit more, Taylor, not just taking your shoes off before you go into someone's house, like if that's one of their house rules. But let's let's talk about that house rules when you go to visit. Have you ever visited somewhere where they had weird house rules or something you thought was a little over the top? Or do you have unique house rules? Do you ask people, hey, take your shoes off uh, when they drop by? We'd love to hear what's going on with you. So we're talking about house rules when you go to visit somebody or or when maybe when you have company, you have some some house rules that you want everybody to play by. Um, Taylor would prefer people to take their shoes off, but you don't but ask. I don't ask. No, you don't ask them to. What if what if they were barefoot? Like if they took their shoes off, they were barefoot. Is that OK? It doesn't bother me. It's the germs from when they were in like the creepy you know, airport what or if it's a gas hot, station bathroom. That's hot, like, sweaty summer day and they got on flip flops. You want them still want them to take them off? Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> okay. All I mean, right. We've talked about on our show over and over what's on your shoes yeah. and what gets into your house. The, the E. coli and yeah, all but the then icky your bare stuff. feet all sweaty and nasty. And, yeah. Hmm. I could I could have socks there for them if they wanted them. My get, no, uncle, no, get those little footies you wear in like uh, in the operating room. You know what I mean? The little no, blue, I don't just know what that is. Put them over your shoes. Oh, how funny! Yeah, yeah, an operating they, they make you put like oh, little, like the shoe covers, like yeah, yeah, workmen yeah. use. Just have shoe covers, and there when they go. come my, and be like, my hey. neighbor has those for her guests. 
No. Yeah, she does. She asks people to put shoe covers on. Yeah, certain people do and certain people don't. But Man, you got fancy she, friends. That I is have something. lots of friends that do the no shoe thing after all these research studies came out. Like tons of people do no shoes. Wow. Yeah, but my uncle has an interesting role. Yeah. Uncle Tom and Aunt Diane, they, um, they love inviting people to come see them, uh-huh. but they'll go, come see us. When are you going to come see us? Come on and see us. And then they go, Two night minimum, or is it or maximum? Three? Maximum, yeah. Two night max. Th- no, it's three, which is a lot. No, it's two. Two if we like two you. Night three, maximum. three if we. Because he knows, like, it's exhausting to keep making fancier meals and nicer yeah, food yeah. And, and stuff. You're on. And when you have guests, you're yeah. On. So he yeah. loves for people to come, but there's a time limit he on it. A time limit. Yeah. I think that's an age thing. We have some friends that are older older than us, and they'll call a night. Like if it's like nine thirty and they're ready to go to bed, they'll they will say like, "All right, it's time to go." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, okay, That's bye." That's not awkward at all. <laughs> so we're talking about rules that you may or may not have when a company comes or maybe you visited someone and they have uh, they have odd or what you think is strange rules. We we don't have rules for when people come over uh, to visit us, but we do have a weird scenario that plays out because we have five dogs. And three of them are greyhounds. And they get so excited and happy when people come over. And they think the best thing in the world that you would love is for them to jump up on you. <laughs> they would. They, why would you not want this 75-pound ginormous dog you know, jumping up on you? Right. So we've tried different ways of figuring, like, how do we do this? We have a, a spray bottle, like a water spray bottle. And if they start jumping, psh, give them a quick squirt and they, they'll jump down. Um, but it depends on who it is, who's coming over as to how many dogs we introduce at one time. But I think the most effective thing, put all five of them out in the backyard and introduce them one at a time. That seems to work best. You're like the, the Von Trapp family only with dogs, (laughs) right? Not kids. (laughs) They each come in and sing their little song. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, and, and it doesn't mean that they're going to be any calmer than if all five of them were together, but it's easier to handle one at a time than it is. Zoom. All five of them. And then usually after about a half hour, things settle down. And some of our friends we know are dog lovers. They don't care. They're like, bring it. Yeah. Absolutely. And then some other people who I'll say are a little more fragile. <laughs> some of them have never met the dogs. They may have had a bad experience. <laughs> yeah, too. they may have. Some of them just don't. They just don't want dog hair on them. I get that. So mm-hmm. we're, we try to be very aware of that. Like we love five dogs, but not everybody else does. Does turkey and shopping go hand in hand for you every year at Thanksgiving? A lot of stores closed on Thanksgiving Day starting during the pandemic and have vowed to continue that tradition, Hmm. allowing their employees to have time with their families on Turkey Day, including Walmart, Target, Best Buy, Kohl's, Macy's, Michael's, Aldi, stores that will be open Thanksgiving Day. So far, the only two I could find, Dollar General and Whole Foods, but for limited hours. Hmm. So if you forget an ingredient, That's where you'll you spend go. a whole paycheck to get that, <laughs> right. that Whole Foods. All I needed was sage, right? It's seventeen ninety nine here, but it's really good. It's organic. It's grown in the Himalayas <laughs> above the tree line. You'll love it. Right? I mean, that's the way that that always goes when you go there for a simple ingredient. There's a kind of a funny phenomenon in life, and that's when... Your parents learn technology (laughs) and what they decide to do with it. And there's something happening with my mom that is cracking me up. I'll tell you about it in just a minute. It's so funny when your parents discover technology and what they choose to use it for. Um, My mom has been kind of a slow 
adapter when it comes to anything. Like it was wild trying to teach her her um, iPhone, okay. and um, my sister and brother in law bought it for her and put them put her on their plan, which me, is really sweet. Otherwise, when, she wouldn't have one. When you were teaching her, no, 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 mom, don't press, just touch, just touch the screen, don't uh, press. I don't remember that one, but the best was when she finally learned how to voice text. Yeah, and it's so cute because she doesn't think through that that it says Grammy or mom. And she'll always start it with, hi, honey, it's mom. <laughs> and then she proceeds. And I'm just so proud of her. And then my, nie- uh, my niece, Ariel, and her text all the time. And I guess my mom's really gotten into emojis, which is cool. But the new technology that I had no idea my mom even really knew how to turn on on the, the tablet we bought her. Mm-hmm. She watches YouTube now. And she loves watching gardening and houseplant videos. <laughs> I didn't even know that she knew how to turn on YouTube. And she's like, yeah, honey, I just, I follow these guys and they're so boring, but I learn something new about plants every day and I can't stop watching them. She, she's she a gar- loves gardening. She's a gardening fangirl. Yeah, totally. So I need to find the name of these gardeners. Maybe I could like, wouldn't it be fun to surprise her with like, Mom, they're giving a talk. Right. They're, they're gonna, taking they're, you. That's your Christmas be present. There. Yeah. <laughs> you can go and meet them. <laughs> so would you say Princess Kate is a, a she's a, a style influencer? People see she's wearing something the next day. It's like sold out. Right. So uh, I think this time the, the tables have been turned, though. She's been influenced by someone else. She's been influenced by Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell you why next. Princess Kate. For royal watchers, and I think just a lot of uh, just people who are into pop culture, she is a style icon. She wears something, and people are going to go and buy. Almost like when uh, Princess Diana, if she wore like a blue dress, you could count on blue dresses being sold out the next day. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I don't know if Princess Kate was, if she was influenced by, I'm going to say, Bass Pro Shops with her, her latest outfit that's causing a, a lot of fuss. Now, a, a few months ago, the king named her... Colonel-in-chief to the First Queen's Dragoon Guards. Now, I don't know if that's like some type of show military thing or whatever, but she's in charge of them. And when she went to visit them for the first time, Mm -hmm. she wore their camouflage outfit. Oh, awesome. That's so cool. So Princess Kate was head-to-toe in camo, military helmet, the whole bit. So... Look for fashionistas all around the world to be making a run to Bass Pro Shops to be like, yes, hello, um... Which way to the Princess Kate section? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Whereas, like, Bob or Gus, the guy behind the counter, will be like, excuse me, the what? <laughs> Pretty much every woman has something camo in her closet, but this this is like, you'd have to get the helmet, you'd have to get the, the, the whole flap line. jacket, the right. whole thing. Everything, yeah. everything. So look, look for that to be worn by fashionistas <laughs> real soon. So I don't know about you, Kev, but you were talking about trend setting in fashion, but I there's a trend... That is all out there, and I was today years old when I knew it was a thing. Okay, what is it? Okay, that? so you know a lot of people love candles. Mm-hmm. They love to have the sun. It makes them feel calm and soothing. My nieces are so into candles. Mm-hmm. Only problem, you're not allowed to have an open flame at work. <laughs> so there is a thing called a candle warmer, and it's a little lamp that shines over your candle and so you heats it up. So you get the effect of the soothing scents and smells of a candle without an open flame. And I had no idea this thing existed. (laughs) I'm just not that into candles, so I didn't know 
this was so important. So uh, for those of you that are excited that they just came out with a Swiss Miss candle that is in a mug and smells like hot cocoa with marshmallows. Now you can get a warming lamp and hmm. use it at work. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't realize. I never put the connection. Like you can't have an open flame at work, but that makes sense. You know what I just thought of? I wonder if everyone would be in a better mood if the whole office smelled like hot chocolate. No, someone would complain. Yeah. Totally, someone complain. Like uh, for instance, we go to a church very liturgical. Uh, incense is involved frequently. I love it. I love the, they call it the smells and bells. Love it. Some people, even though they all announce this is hypoallergenic incense, no one should cough the second they start using it. <coughs> <laughs> so you think the smell of hot chocolate would make people cough? I'm just saying there. You when it comes to scent and aroma, you'll never get 100% agreement. Um, and if someone is trapped working somewhere for eight hours a day and they have to smell... Hot chocolate. Maybe they had a bad hot chocolate incident when they were a kid, right? <laughs> oh, I got violently ill. You know after what I think would chocolate. happen? This is triggering me. You know what I think would happen instead? We'd all smell the hot chocolate candle under the warming lamp, the candle lamp, mm-hmm. and we'd want more hot chocolate, and we'd all like not be able to fit into our pants by Christmas. <laughs> all right. 